Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Hello and welcome to Voice of the Church. I'm Pastor Steve Sweats and look forward to spending this month of time on the radio with you, speaking about God's Word. And this month we're going to be looking at four of the I Am Statements of Christ, which are taken from the Gospel of John. And the one for today is, I Am the Bread of Life. As we think about these I Am Statements of Jesus Christ, we learn about His person and His work emphasized with the metaphor Now, upon first hearing this, we might think that these are nice, vivid pictures of Jesus. But there's something far deeper going on. Jesus, by calling himself the I Am, is identifying himself with eternal God. He's identifying himself with the voice that came out of the burning bush in Exodus chapter 3. When God told Moses to go to Pharaoh, Moses asked God to tell him who he should tell Pharaoh is sending him. God's response was to give his name as Yahweh, translated I am. And this becomes then the covenant name of God. So when Jesus says, I am the bread of life, the Jewish leaders become angry. This statement, I am the bread of life, comes from John chapter 6, verse 35. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. And so Jesus identifies himself with bread. What is the role of bread? Well, in the ancient world, this was the primary staple food for sustaining life. Bread and water are what you would primarily live on. If you could find a little piece of meat or fish or some dates with your bread and some wine, then you're eating well. Bread is oftentimes an appetizer to a meal, but not in that day. Bread made the eater go from hungry to full. So those who followed Jesus were hungry. And the context here in John chapter 6, in the beginning of the chapter, Jesus fed the 5,000. Now they find Jesus on the other side of the lake. Jesus knows their motives. They followed Jesus because he had just fed them. The people were hungry. They ate and they ate, but they were not satisfied. Their experience is the experience of the world today. And maybe their experience is similar to what you experience today. They eat and eat, but they are never satisfied. The world cannot give what it promises, happiness. But there is one way to find it, and it's in the Lord Jesus Christ. The early church father, Augustine, said, Our hearts are restless until they rest in you, O Lord. Now, what we need to ask ourselves today is, how would one go about receiving the benefits of this bread of life? The benefits being life itself. Never hungry, never thirsty. Spiritual fulfillment. Well, the way to receive this is to eat it. In John 6, verse 51, Jesus says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. This saying divided the Jews. 
What was Jesus saying here? Obviously, cannibalism was forbidden, but Jesus wasn't talking about cannibalism. He was talking about eating his flesh. Now, this is a very graphic and vivid picture of believing. In fact, in the early church, some of the early Christians were accused of cannibalism when unbelievers heard about the Lord's Supper, eating Christ's flesh and drinking his blood. What they didn't realize was that what was eaten and drunk was done so by the mouth of faith. So to go back to the earlier question, how are the benefits received? The answer is by faith. Looking again at verse 35 here, there are two important words used to describe faith. One is coming to Christ, and the other is believing in Christ. Those who eat of the bread of life, by coming and believing in Jesus, will never go hungry, and they will never be thirsty. The implication is that God is continuing to feed us. God provides us continual nourishment in the preaching of the word. There is nourishment to be found in the spiritual disciplines of the Christian life. Bible reading, prayer, doing good, fasting, service, encouragement. These are all good, important spiritual disciplines. But the primary way, the primary food is the word. And Jesus is the word made flesh. And how shall we know the word unless we are taught? We have the Holy Scriptures, that great gift of God, but we also have the opportunity to grow in other ways through the preaching of the word. The preaching is not an appetizer. The preaching of the gospel each Lord's Day is the meal itself. And when preaching is done faithfully, the hearer is confronted with the risen and reigning Lord Jesus Christ. When humble sinners call upon Christ in faith, then they are filled. Jesus preached to the people, showing that God performed a miracle and gave the Israelites manna in the wilderness, but they ate it and died. The bread of life is of such a nature that he who eats of it will never die, but will live. And as we think about these verses, and the further down in John chapter 6, Verse 51, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. The cross of Jesus Christ is in view there. Jesus is the one who could take the sin upon himself and give his flesh for our life. What this means is that those who eat of the bread of life will live because he lives. There are two senses given. One in verse 56 is this idea of remaining united to Jesus. And then in verse 57, it's a picture of Jesus being the source of life. Similar to a root and branches, so is the bread of life and those who partake of the bread of life. What happens then is that they are filled. They live life forevermore. Yet though they may die, yet they will live. No one else can say those truths but the one who has died to self and now lives unto Jesus Christ. Our life is hidden with Christ. And so, dear friends, as you think about this today, let me ask you, is this true of your life? Have you found your life in Christ? Have you found a peace 
that surpasses all understanding? Have you found that rare jewel of Christian contentment? Do you possess that pearl of great price? If not, I invite you to turn to repentance and give up your self-trust, your self-reliance, and rebellion against God. Come to the one who calls you the Lord Jesus Christ. He is loving and gracious. Come to the one who said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Dear friends, what are you looking for? What are you living for? Give it over to the Lord. There are many things in this life which promise nourishment, but they cannot satisfy. They cannot give you the true nourishment that your soul needs. They can't answer the questions of life, and they cannot sustain life. They are like a bag of candy bars in the hands of a child. A child can eat candy bar after candy bar, and their belly may become full, but they will not be nourished. Even though they love the taste of a candy bar, they'll long for that which is healthy. Meat and potatoes, that which nourishes. The world has many things that promises happiness. People will fill their lives with many things that they think will bring them joy. Filling their lives with things, with experiences, with memories. But essentially when you sit down and you reflect upon the deeper truths, upon the deeper realities of life, upon life and death itself. That's where the rubber hits the road. And that's where we're confronted with what it means to feed on the bread of life and what it might mean to deny the bread of life. And so may it be our prayer that the Lord continues to feed us on Jesus. And let us pray that he feeds us until we want no more. And that will take place, dear friends, both now as we're satisfied, as we're filled in the Lord Jesus Christ, but also in the life to come. Look to him. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Thank you for joining me today, and may God bless each one of you.